Yo, buddy Rob, I'm outside, man. What's up? It's raining. Yo, do you think you can get me in? Uh, yeah, like, yo, Rez said I could bring whoever I want, man. Like, I got line bypass bottles, buddy. Let me call Rez. What's up? Do you got you got his number? Should I should I give him a ring? You know, see if he's... Oh, he's not fucking picking up, man. Fuck, dude. Oh, it's raining, man. Yo, Rez. Rez. See, I see him. I see him. Rez. Rez. Yo, can you, can you get us in, dog? Yeah, I got you. Don't worry, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> you just, got me. Just come over yeah. here. Yeah, I, I like. I'm just with like five dudes I know. I never bring <laughs> girls, but like, do you think you got cover for all my boys? For all these dudes? <laughs> yeah, that's a typical weekend for me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're uh, we're currently in Liar Liar, Toronto's hottest, coolest, craziest nightclub. Um, and uh, we're here sober during the day. Yeah, doing a podcast with uh, one of the owners and Sam, the manager, Sam Resnick. What you up? may know him we're from uh, frequenting the club. We're definitely not in the full-on nightclub though. We're in my office, so it's a little different. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're in the office. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a nice industrial room. There's a lot of cords. Servers. It's very office-like. Um, but uh, yeah, Sam nicely uh, came on the podcast for us because we're going to talk about what life is like in this industry, which I don't think we've had anyone that is fully in the uh, nightclub and well, entertainment and promoting. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's just get right into it because it's going to be a good one. Let's get into it. Um, what's a good like party club thing instead of jam on? Party rock on. <laughs> that sucked. Um, Line bypass on. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. Goes another twenty euro. Holy shit, I hate those guys. Twenty euro. Somebody help these twenty. It's time to figure it out, Ricky. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't fucking touch me. All right, Mister Samuel L. Jackson Triggs Resnick, as the boys call you. I don't What's, think anyone calls me that, but no okay. One, what, what is your nickname? I don't know. I guess my last name is Resnick. They just call you Resnick? Yeah. We'll call you Rez. 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 I call, you used yeah. to have Rez Beauty. No, Spe- you had some ones back in the speaking day. Speaking of Rez. Beauty darts. Sam, Beauty darts. Speaking of Rez, Sam and I actually lived together in our first year at Huron Residence. Yeah. Were we on the same floor? We're on the same floor. Yeah, we same floor. lived right next to each other. Ah. And um, we were in astronomy class together. Oh, yeah. There's my phone. Dude, what the fuck, Rob? That's right. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's cool because it's weird because you and I are friends, Rob, and we met in school as well, but Sam and I go back to high school. Yeah. Did you go to high school together? No, 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 no. no. Um, went to like kind of like the same idea. Like he went to Crescent, which is like an all-guys school, and I went to RCC's, an all-guys school. Also an all yeah, guys. so in all, the all-guys schools hang out with the all-girls schools, and so like similar social kinda sounds circles. like the all-guys schools hang out with the all-guys <laughs> schools. <laughs> dude, there were girls there, I fucking swear, dude. <laughs> yeah, all our teachers loved us. They thought we were sick. But so first time I met Rezzy, and I, you know what? It might not be the first time I met you, but it's definitely the one I remember. Uh, you rolled up to a party with a two four on a longboard with like a bunch of broken beers, <laughs> and uh, you're just like, dude, I just got run over by a car. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like old me. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then ever since then, uh, just like this guy's a fucking butte. Like, there's <laughs> definitely a few funny stories with Resnick, and I had I thought of them before the podcast, and I, I I can't really think of too many right now. The only one that I can really think of is you used to just like burst into our house like Kramer style. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we, we live with a bunch of mutual friends, um, 
And Resnick would just like burst in. It would usually be after a night out or after something ridiculous has happened. And he'd tell some crazy story. And uh, it usually involved like him getting chased or like. And I remember this one time. It was like 4 a.m. Uh, at this point, like I think I, I think I had a girl over or something. And I'm having a little. Uh, I get up ass naked to go down to the kitchen for a cup of water. It's 4 a.m. No one's up. No worries. <laughs> and Resnick Kramer's into our door, which is the back door by the kitchen. Yeah, because I had the code. Yeah, the code. And he's like, yo. And he's like sweating. And he's like, he looks a little like rough. And I'm ass naked with a cup of water. I'm like, squeeze me, dude. <laughs> and I think you just got like jumped or something. Like, I don't know. Those are definitely some reckless Western. You were trying to fire me up to come fight with you. And I was like, no chance, man. Like, uh, And you're like, dude, put some clothes on. We got this. No. Roll naked, dude. This is gonna be fucking nuts. <laughs> it's like I know where they're at. They're really close. But uh, that was like a that was like a pretty regular, regular incident. Do you can you think of any funny stuff like anything from you, Samo? Uh, I don't know. We used to drink. We used to drink a lot of PBR back in the day. God's water, God's as you called water. it. Oh yeah, what was that one? <laughs> when uh, what time? What time? I was I was pretty tuned. Or we were, we were drinking and things like all day. We we're on the patio, and uh, one of his one of Travis' roommates was like sleeping <laughs> on his chair, and I tried to chug a beer, and it, and it went down the wrong throat. <laughs> and before I chugged the beer, I was just like, "You always love a good God's water," and I'm chugging it, <laughs> and you I was spew it, <laughs> spit it all over this guy who's sleeping. Our buddy Raz, he's sleeping. They're literally on the porch, like minding his own business. He wakes up to like a beer shower he's like yo what just happened yo, no, I, think, I think we even questioned about it. we're like yo you're gonna chug that you're like yeah dude god's water and you slammed <laughs> yeah. it spewed it right back on it. dude uh, there's too many honestly like yeah also another story about resnick when the frog which is a club in london opened back up again a couple years ago when trav and i were both living together in our in our final years Resnick was one of the guys doing all the hiring. Oh yeah, and so he hired us too, and a bunch of our friends to work at the bar, and it was super fun for that brief semester. That was a good rep. That was a good rep. Except I <laughs> got my all... concussion at my last concussion. I got at Frog. How, dude? I was I was by the bathrooms. I was just hanging uh, hanging with some friends, some guys from the bathroom, you know, and I was just waiting outside. And I think we were sitting in the booth. I don't even know how to like orientate it. You know, like the main dance floor room. You know, the dance floor just to the left of the booth, or sorry, the booth like just to the, the left of the, the DJ floor, booth on the, the main floor, main yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in that booth. I was sitting at I the. I think it's main. Main. That's what it's called. I think. I was sitting in the booth um, t- at the end of this. These guys that were obviously partying in the booth, and from what I remember, is like it was a group of like, you know, Asian guys, and what they were like telling me to get out, and I was like fucking 10 feet away from them and i was just like i'm just waiting for my friends in the bathroom like i'll be gone in a oh, sec hit you and one of the, yeah one of them hit me and it turned out into an all out five on one <laughs> like like because i'm a big dude right so it was just like i had i had my arms around my face and none of the none of the shots could make it through so people were just filling my body in like <laughs> i was like a body bag <laughs> but that one punch the first punch hit me while i was down tweaked my neck and, that, and I've been having fucking issues. Um, but yeah, I, I remember getting up and just like covering my head and I'm just like filling the body in and I just walked through them. It was like, guys, like, what the fuck was that? Like, what was that about? And they're like, yeah, get out of our booth. I'm like, I work here, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> the bouncer came over like, Trav, you all right, man? I was like, yeah, man. These guys out. And no, no. The thing is, he's like, I can't even kick them out, dude. Like, they're good customers. I was like, oh, fuck. All right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I never did, I'll, never did figure out who that was. I also thought I was fine at the time. I didn't realize that issues. I just like went home and was like feeling weird the next day or else I would have made a deal out of it. Oh, um, but there's a lawsuit in the mail. I'm actually here to serve you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so you've been in the you've been in the. Let's bar. start in high school. Let's start in high school. Like, yeah. what did you want to do in high school? Did you uh, have any idea? Honestly, I went to university, not knowing anything I wanted to do. Nothing. And uh, I like I still feel like I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> what 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 did you uh, like when you would talk to your parents and shit? Um, like what program and stuff? Did you have any like mild? I know a program I, w- I got entered at w- Western with. What did I do? Like just like I think it was general arts. You, you could do like a general one. Yeah, yeah general one. General one. Like it wasn't really like a specific program, and like I actually got a, like a scholarship to go to Huron, so that's why I went there because I was like, wait, I'm gonna get paid to go to school. And I was a little thought I thought that was pretty sick. Yeah, dope. Why yeah. not? Um, no, I had no idea either. And I like her. her That's why we were class. taking astronomy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys meant astronomy. You guys astronomy just looking class. at the stars, wondering what the fuck to do. Yeah, that was a really boring class. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you, so okay. So in high school, you just were like, like, uh, like partying with I the boys. You like to party. You like to socialize. To I really wanted to go. I was either between McGill or Western at the time because I really wanted to go. To, I'm from Montreal originally, so I was like pretty down to move back home, and then I'm. I went to Western and uh, honestly had a great time. And how did you get involved with the guys promoting at Western? Um, with like premier, I don't really and know how I did it to be honest. Just parted your way into it. Yeah, like honestly, like As most I think guys it, do. yeah, you just like in this industry, it's like not really like a normal job sense. It's more just like you kind of have to be out there and like doing your own thing and like not really letting anyone like kind of tell you what to do and then. Um, making a rep for yourself, I guess. And if you don't have that rep, then, like, people don't want to talk to you. And then you kind of have to, like, go in and make your own, like, uh, relationships with people, I guess. So you you kind of just were partying and you were meeting a lot of people and, and you were regularly out and uh, you kind of became, like, the social kind of go-to guy for a few groups of friends? Yeah, like, that's pretty much, like, the main way how I did it. And then, like, then, like, obviously, like, how, like, this stuff works is, like, people with money are obviously, like, good to know because then, like, they buy booths and balls and stuff like that. And that's how I kind of made my, like, rap. I just used to book a lot of tables, especially, like, in university. Um, and now, you started to meet, like, the owners, the managers. Yeah, yeah. And friends doing the same thing. Yeah, then, like, kind of collaborating and, like, get one thing came to another and then, yeah. Yeah, I remember one day you just dropped out. Yeah, you're like I'm just not school anymore. It was like second year, was it? <laughs> yeah, second year, and I lived there for I lived in London for five years. <laughs> um, probably like so, I kind of did the student lifestyle. I would live there when students were there, and then when they would come home for summer break and Christmas break and all that stuff, we would all I'd come home with them. Would and you promote throw, the city as well? Yeah, Bad way to I'd, do and things. And I'd throw parties in Toronto, so I just kind of I'd always kind of be working. I never really took breaks. I haven't really gone on vacation. Like in like probably like eight years, I would say. Mm. I think I went to Cuba actually last year, or two years ago. Did you promote in Cuba? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, honestly, it's a, I, I won't won't go back to Cuba. It wasn't no. really for me, but no, why? I heard it's bad Wi-Fi there. 
dude it, i brought my <laughs> laptop and like the, i brought my laptop there because I, I was like oh i can get some work done like i went for like five days yeah like, you know what i mean and i was like going through the airport security and the guy at security pretty much like laughed when he saw my laptop coming to my backpack he's like why bring your laptop I'm like what do you mean he's like you're going to cuba i'm like yeah so he's like he looked at me like I was literally like insane. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, okay. And then I get there and I realize that there's no internet in the Cuba. <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> like like there is, but like it's so bad that there's pretty much no internet. Wow. Like maybe you could get a fucking email through if you have 30 like, minutes. Like yeah, to like pay for like these like little cards and like you to be in the you lobby. Plug in your telephones, little dial up action. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was disastrous. Like um, <laughs> so your your first foray into uh sort of like running managing clubs was the revitalization of frog right uh no like we like i was doing like there's like we we we, we, we hired all the people at gatsby before i don't know if you remember that oh that was, was that before yeah yeah you're yeah you're, okay. you're also glossing over the fact that he dropped out of college <laughs> like i want to ask about that like like what you, you just like how did first year go and like how did you even know to make that call like honestly i didn't even know how to enroll back into second year <laughs> you're like yo i fucking my, my girlfriend my ex-girlfriend at that time enrolled me into school and did all like picked all my courses for me like i had no idea like even like how to access like my western account so like i was just like i was like and then i realized i was like i don't really want to do this and so now i don't really have to teach myself how to do all this stuff or i just party by, by this point going into second year had you been promoting enough that you could you knew you could make money and stuff no, I no. didn't know. You just were like, I, I was, just I was, like this. I was pretty poor for that year, for second year. I, I was really on that KD, Mr. Oh, Noodle yeah. diet for a little bit. Did your parents give you any shit? No, they just wouldn't give me any money. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, so you were living, wait, in your second year, you had dropped out and you were still living in London? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Except you weren't working as much. Uh, like I was just kind of like, uh, like I've always been kind of like working and doing stuff with clubs like throughout that whole time, but like it wasn't really like my like main like objective thing. It was just kind of just like I've like my past. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I really like just didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I was in second year, how old are you? Nineteen, twenty. Being at that age, it's just kind of like, oh, like fuck, like, what do I do? And then I kind of realized I was like, oh wait, I have to pay rent. Oh wait, I got to pay cable bills. I have to do something to like actually make money. Yeah, and like I wasn't down to go work and like at like a restaurant or do anything like that because like I've never wanted to do that. I always wanted to work for myself, so I just sort of had to uh, do that whole like entrepreneur lifestyle and figure out how to make money by partying, and that's kind of what I did. What was like the first kind of bigger opportunity? I did this field. party. I did this party at Up on Carling by oh, myself. Oh yes, I remember that place. And I think I was at honestly, that. I, yeah, like honestly, I was pretty surprised. Like that club was bit, like I, I brought a thousand people and didn't hire a single promoter. Is that the one where a few of our buddies got bottled? <laughs> yeah, I was part of that. I don't know. You don't remember that? Uh, Dude, maybe. Was that I, the one? Th that was the night I was with. I was with Mikey and Charlie. Yeah, we're we're, we're leaving the club for sure. It was his event? I'm pretty sure. It, it must have been. I don't remember going there that much. Just so everyone's listening right now, I'm not responsible for any bodily harm that comes from you guys. <laughs> yeah, there's drinking. a second lawsuit I'm here serving you for as well. <laughs> no, I think it's an assumed risk. If you go out and get drunk, it's like an assumed risk. Like, but, but yeah, like the best thing about being a promoter is that you have no 
rely like you have no liability like like yeah can drink and stuff you can drink yeah. you can like like what do you mean like like, like, like you i i sold too many tickets for this, for this place and i'm like well if they come and try to give me a capacity thing that's on the venue like i didn't tell them to let every person in yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and like that happened like i that happened let's say a couple times where i would just uh new tickets would disappear <laughs> for things. and uh you would uh you would treat yourself majority of the time eh? like <laughs> yeah you party I, with us you party I, I used to party a lot no not as i'm trying to tone it down getting a bit older the, the hangovers aren't as like nice as they used to be not as nice eh? not as no, enjoyable no 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 just not as like reco- like i guess can't recover it's kind of feels like i'm getting sick for a full week now yeah, <laughs> i feel like every single time i drink it's brutal but that's 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 it like you, you're accepting it and uh i think you had enough partying coming through uni for oh, a lifetime yeah. Yeah. So up on Carling, so you said you sold a thousand tickets without promoters. Yeah, I just like kind of did this like I don't even know what it was. I think it was Charlie Darker. Something he, like went, that. he went to he went. Oh fuck! That was a private. That was a private school kid, wasn't it? Yeah, he went to Greenwood. Like, what was his name? Uh, Evan. Evan is that his name? Evan. Was it Evan? I don't know. I I, I know Reed. And, uh, or am I gonna say names on this? Sorry. Bridge Bridge and Bridge and Law Bridge and Law. That was he was also on it. Luke Rinale. He was on Is that, that show I did. No, and there was also Charlie Darker. And then there was like another, and then there was another DJ I put on, and I forget. And no, yeah. cool. So that went well, and you're like, okay, made made a little dough, and you're like, and then I then I think I started doing. I started doing a lot of parties with I think this company called Alternate Recreation, if I remember correctly, which was yeah, like pretty much like a Jewish. Dominated. My cousin used to run it. Yeah, I think I think I did parties with them for a bit, and then I realized that like doing these Jewish parties wasn't really like they just weren't like really consistent. They were just like once a month or yep. like once something like that, and it, I wasn't really into it for that type of thing. I wanted to more do it for like a, like a, more of like a weekly steady yeah flow of money coming in. So then I teamed up with I believe Night School, and I started doing London Tap House. Nice. Wow. And I was <laughs> doing I think Jim Bob Wednesdays. God bless. Rest in peace. Uh, I think Cobra Thursdays. These yeah. were the best nights. Jim Bob Wednesdays mm-hmm. and Cobra Thursdays were the best nights of my. Uh, yeah, but was it hundred percent? Yeah, Cobra. It, it Cobra, was nice. Cobra Thursdays is like any single night. Like if you know, like it was just like it's the girl, best. Like, like I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, and like hopefully I don't get judged, but like straight up, like you you just fuck. You just fuck. <laughs> Honest to God, yeah. Like you you get a party bus, you'd always know somebody. Or two or three people with, with a booth. The girls would always just look, like, hot for some reason. It was weird. How that so you'd be so fucked up the entire time you were there. But at least in the dark of uh, Cobra, you were yeah. with a fucking 10 right now. Pit. Oh, yeah. No, those were the days. And it was always nice, honestly. It was always nice being friends with the nightlife guys. You know what I mean? Like, always oh, yeah. rolling in and, like... You I, get seen like you're the man, like like that's that's my job, right? That was my no job. Lines. It's just to like make people feel sick. Yeah. But I was like, why would they go through me? Why would they just go through like anyone else? Dude, I felt VIP. <laughs> I was like, my boy, at the door, we get in the line. I'm like, oh, which one's a guest list line? It would be the exact same link as the regular line. Oh yeah, but but it's but, a but, guest you, list. but you said you were checking your name on a list. You felt sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, honestly, the guest list line would be longer than the regular line, but people still think they felt sick doing it. And I was like, feel come up to me and be like, oh, thanks so much, bro. And I'm like, yeah, Yo, I got you. You're like, like, I got you. Whatever you need, man. But it would really be nothing. So those nights, those were a good three years, a two or three years. And then um, there was they closed down both those places. Yeah. And then there was factory. 
factory. Oh, yeah. This is when we were starting to leave. Like, I, I, we were getting up a little older. Getting a little we're, older. I think, I think, I think factory was like a hot second. I think we were, maybe we were, maybe we were. You guys were in fourth. I was in fifth. Yeah. Or yeah. something like that. Maybe. And Tap House didn't last long either. And then, uh, well, no, it was it was Tap House, then it was Gatsby, then it was Factory. Also, if you don't go to Western, all these are going to be completely yeah, useless, useless to you. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. And then in Toronto, like I was doing stuff like Hoxton a lot. I was doing, I did this place called Media Bar for a while. I like, ran like the like the, ran yeah. one of the parties there. Um, my big party, like my biggest Toronto party, I think I ever threw besides like now doing this shit was. Uh, Probably Cube Thursdays. Oh, those were big. Those were that was big. a sweat box, man. No, it's a patio. Oh, wait. What am I thinking of? Cabin? Cabin 5. Yeah. I did a couple parties there. The I patio. Hate it. Oh, yeah. That was dope. Cabin 5 was a sardine can. Yeah, that place was disgusting. But I, uh, I, it, it's still open, so like, if you want to go there, you go there. But like, that's just not my... Well, it was fun. T- it was like a, a sardine was, yeah, can of all your friends. Yeah, we were like 19, 20. Yeah. It was like a good scene. Like, now it's a little, a little different now. Yeah, tastes have changed. I remember though in our uh, in our final year when you brought back Frog, it was really sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, the bartenders cool. really made all the difference. I think I want to say, you know. Yeah, they would always <laughs> complain about Travis. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, Frog was sick. It's just like it was a good like patio trail, right? It was like, that patio was massive. Like that, that dude, they're killing it still. Like I went there for uh, homecoming, I guess. Or fake foco, whatever they call it these days. Fake like, on foco, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which uh, I went there, I don't know, last month, September, and honestly, like I've never seen a line so big at Frog. It was it was nuts. It was literally like, obviously you didn't wait in it. What? Obviously you didn't wait in it. <laughs> no, I've never waited in a line in my life. Yeah. yeah. Status. <laughs> so yeah, you started. So you did all these events, and then eventually you actually started like connecting with the guys at the bigger companies in London. I remember you started working with. I don't know if you worked for them directly, but you worked with them uh, a lot. Not like partnership works. Like partnership never, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Premier Life and uh, cool and stuff. What like about that. Cruel? Yeah. Was Cruel in London? Uh, well, like that was like I was Cruel, right? And then I like brought it to London, and then I like kind of. I just like uh, it wasn't like I didn't. I just wanted to do my own thing. Like I, those guys, like I'm still boys with those guys, and like yeah. I think they're kind of like they're. I don't even know. They've changed like their whole premise of their company. Yeah, they're like marketing now. Me- yeah. yeah, media. It's like nothing really to do with what I do and. Cool transition though Because you also Kind of made a transition Like you were doing This promoting and stuff And what's really interesting Is then you got into Events Like artists Artist management Or not management But like bring them in For shows And then eventually Part ownership In uh, Nightclubs Yeah yeah And so like Yeah and like that's It's uh It's definitely As much as like It's a good business It's a a lot of work It's a lot more work Than people think it is It's not like Oh look I'm just gonna get Hammered this weekend Like it's like You have to like Continuously message With people And like you have to deal With like typical staff Like just running Any business Accounting um, It's a lot of Communication Your job yeah. It's like a lot of times we're like honestly like I don't want to talk to any single person in the world. Like as anyone could imagine, like people have bad days and like yeah. like I, I don't really have that option to like be a dick. Like I like I kinda have to like always have a smile on my face and like Do you have like a nice dick out outlay or like a nice release? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you no, have a dick release? Like, I, not really. I quit I quit smoking cigarettes. So like that's nice, like huge. So that's that's like uh, that was like kind of like my saving grace, and now I just don't. Now I just drink I think, a lot of like, sugar free Red Bull. Nice. So <laughs> you you really just you stopped smoking cigarettes and you started bottling it up, and you're gonna have a big snap one day. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but like, hopefully, with like to one of my friends, so like I can apologize after, like not have to deal with like 
me being a complete piece of shit. Um, <laughs> what, what was the so what was the the events that you were a part of like the artists and stuff you worked with and, and shows and stuff temp party at western was yeah, it yeah we did we did like all that stuff and then um we did like tory lanes we've done j cole we've done um a bunch of different artists over time uh Gersh is walking up right now no worries Gersh, you want to join this interview <laughs> Gerbs, what up? Say what up? up? The man, the legend. Oh, yo, yo, what is this? It's, it's podcast. podcast. Wow. Remember last time I was in when we were doing the uh, the wrist and ride party? I told Rezzy to is be on the live? cast. It's no. live right oh, now. Thank God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll give you a little. Uh, you'll get that little shout out intro. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we just had a little guest uh, guest pop in the office here. Our boy Gerbs, uh, he'll probably be on a future episode. Hilarious dude. Um, but yeah, so that if if things just didn't make sense, the edit right there, uh, that's because we just cut back in. But we were talking to Samuel L. Uh, Jackson Triggs Resnick. Again, no one ever called me that. <laughs> TM. Uh, don't trademarked. don't know where that nickname comes. Honestly, from. Honestly, just came and popped in my mind. My middle name's not even L. It's J. I know. <laughs> <laughs> J is just a curvy L. Um, but yeah, we were saying you did some cool events like. You brought some big artists in, I remember, and like that must be cool, like dealing with them. And uh, you like learned a lot. Did ever after that show, that big festival out in uh, Waterloo, is it? Yeah. So pretty much like my boy Akil, he books all the talent for it, and then like, I kind of take lead on like when they get there, the day, like yeah. when they're actually there. And that's something um, you still do, right? Yeah, yeah. Help out with that do, festival. I still do it every year. It's kind of like. It's like I've been there since day one. Like, well, even if I had like other things, I still think I'd do it just for, like more for like. I think it's a kind of more of a fun thing for me to do. Yeah, um, that's a yeah. big festival, man. Yeah, yeah, they're doing like like twenty five thousand people a day. Wow, somewhere Huge. around that lines. Yeah, it's a it's like all, booking it's, like close to a million dollar artists and stuff like that. Oh, uh, like they're full talents. Yeah, it's like to do a festival like that it costs like, a couple million dollars. It's crazy With production wow. and all that stuff, and it's pretty. Like yeah, and like uh, it's really cool to see. I mean, with how it with how big, together, yeah. yeah, with how big festivals are these days, you know, they're they're all over the place, mm-hmm. and uh, it's that's something that would be cool to see on like behind the scenes, you know, how it all comes together, the yeah. booking, getting yeah, the artists yeah. there, how much it costs, right? There's definitely a lot. It t- it takes pretty much a full year to do, almost a full year to do a, festival. a weekend, one weekend, yeah. Yo, so we we talked to we actually had Smeaton on a guest as a guest. Oh, nice. We talked about like helping out with these festivals and stuff. Um, so and Smeaton helps you. Yeah, yeah also Smeaton right, did, he does some Smeaton, driving. He does uh, forever after. Yeah, he pretty much takes care of like like the transport. Like he organizes like the rides and everything from like airports, yeah, hotels, yeah. Um, and like it's does, as much as that doesn't seem that complicated. Like these people come at like random ass times. They're all coming from all over the world, um, and some of them come with just them and like one person some of them come by themselves but then some of them come with like that need like six cars yeah some of them helicopter in too yeah that's happened the skrillex helicoptered in the first second third year Nails. i don't remember yes. one of those years he took a helicopter in that status um some people like have to take like private jets into like the states t- to catch their next flights um there's like a bunch of dilemmas like that uh that happened during like really the festival stuff that's dope and moving forward 
how did you get or to where you are or with Liar, with your affiliation with Liar? Uh, yeah, Liar so, Liar. like, we were looking at, we were, me and Gerbs, like, the guy came in to say hi to us. Like, we were looking for spots for probably about a year. You uh, and Gerbs, personally? He, yeah, yeah. Because he helped, he was in London with you. Yeah, yeah. So where, Gerbs, you guys we, worked we, together. We worked together. We lived together for one year, actually. Um, and you guys decided that you wanted to open up your own yeah yeah like i was just kind of th- i worked when i moved back from tr- london i was working for edward for ink entertainment for a year they're like Huge, probably yeah. the biggest company and like i just didn't really i just kind of wanted to work on like my my, my my own thing and like not really have like that was more of a nine to five kind of thing well it was ten to six but yeah um and i just didn't think it was really like for me um their office is like right next door, isn't it? No, their office is in Yorkville. Uh, it's a okay. really swag office. Like it's G. They're a huge company. Yeah, massive yeah. company. And I learned a lot of stuff from them and like don't regret working there at all. Uh, and then I left I've there. I've read some stories about the, the guy that runs uh, the guy that runs Inc. Entertainment. Charles? He's, yeah, yeah, he's pretty he's crazy, a G. Dude, isn't he? He's been he's been he's been around for a long time. He's Was he the guy that used to work for Green for Life, like the recycling company? No. I don't think so. No? Maybe, maybe. maybe. I don't. I, don't th- I doubt it. Okay. He's been like in the nightlife. Might be thinking he of might libation. Be the, he might. He's been in the nightlife world okay. for like thirty years. Cool, cool. I might be thinking of different company, but anyway, you learned a lot, and then you saved up. You found this place. I remember how cool it was when you're like, "Yo, I'm opening up a bar downtown." I remember thinking, "I will, I will never go to another bar in Toronto." <laughs> 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 and it's been it's been pretty much true. Yeah. So uh, we opened like yeah then kind of took the year and then we got the keys and then we did change the place in about like we did about five and a half weeks what was this place before so originally it was called footwork back in the day and like footwork was like an after hours like rave kind of spot i used to come here when i was like 18 nice you had to be nineteen. You had to be nineteen, but like gotta be rebellious, you know. <laughs> um, and then after that, it was this place called Ace Lounge, which I don't think any you wouldn't want to go there. I wouldn't want to go there. It doesn't really big, sound like a spot I would go to. Definitely a different demographic to what we're used. To, what I'm used to partying with. Um, and then it was called. What was it called for? It was called something for elements for about a month and a half so just was like swapping names for a bit and you guys just swooped in uh, yeah and then we named it girls came up with the name liar liar i really don't like coming up with names and doing that kind of stuff i don't find that's not really what i enjoy doing with my nightlife stuff i kind of more like doing like the you like boots on the ground like make i like s- building shit and doing stuff that i can like physically see and like kind of doing more like the like the business like i was not really but more like the boring business stuff i like doing <laughs> who who came up with all the the marketing like the the creative stuff uh, like the so we have like a we graffiti have like a, and everything because that's one thing i've well, been like really graffiti, impressed with like the and like i like the whole vibe the graffiti and everything inside like was kind of like just me gerps and like our, our we had this we had this guy named daryl the third he's like a crazy like spray paint guy like um a lot of spray paint people these days they like use stencils and everything but he doesn't he just does like everything just like free handing which is crazy you see how job. much detail like yeah, the, yeah. The thou- like i think we did like a couple thousand uh that a couple thousand uh, cans i guess Jeez. paint cans spray wow. paint i remember i came in when it was happening yeah yeah there's there there's like literally at the whole entire place is spray painted um and cool cool decoration around the dj booth you have these like spray paint cans yeah the yeah DJ so, booth. so 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 uh, on 
So on the DJ booth, there used to be like a glass thing, and um, I took it, we took it out, and then it, the glass was there to like protect from drinks and everything. So then we had to figure a way how to like not get drinks up there. So I was just kind of looking at the spray paint cans, and I was like, well, we should just kind of use the spray paint cans as decoration, and that's how Chilling I kind of got that out. idea. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much that. I want to know like so th- now that we, we 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 wanted to bring it up here, and it took us a little while to get here, but we wanted to talk about like what your day to day life is like managing a club. You know what I mean? Like what does or like what does like the week look like of a of a club manager and and that kind of lifestyle? Uh, some weeks it's like very simple. It's like kind of like I can just I just really have to show up to work and uh, just kind of like do some more texting on my phone with just like promoters and people that week and then other weeks it's uh just a bunch of other things like uh like helping us put a concert on on a wednesday yeah (laughs) yeah there'll be things like that and just like repairs happening just simple like little things like that that'll just require me to like come in more but like it 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 leaves you it leaves me pretty flexible with my time um but But you manage also the nights when you're here yeah yeah so i'm here like i'm here pretty much every night we're open um which is thursday friday saturday depending right. on the week like uh the occasional we, sunday yeah occasional sunday like our typical our bread and butters are friday saturday and like it, we'll do special events on other days pretty yeah. much that's how we, we kind of see it it's not really worth just opening to open doors like if you're not making money then like why would you do it it's kind of like puts more toll on like your body right staying up late nights is like not easy no matter what if you're just staying sober not yeah, you just walk around with an earpiece and just chug around all night, like dealing with shit. And yeah, that's yeah. kind of what the, the the during the party or during the actual club opening hours is a lot. Like it's a lot of everyone's at the door yelling for you. There's issues probably happening everywhere. For sure, there's things like that, and then there's just like you gotta do. You gotta ri- like if inspectors coming to check on things. You got to make sure you're at capacity, right? You can't. You got to make sure that people aren't over intoxicated. It's like honestly, like if you want to read like what you had to learn about. I mean, your smart serve, it's pretty much everything you'll think in there you have to know. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know all that stuff, then, like, it's a lot So it's hard. not like us bartenders who just gloss over the smart serve and just hit next on every video. You no, actually no, have to know I it. actually have to, like, <laughs> yeah. things on there and, like... Um, How do you get all your alcohol? So you get alcohol through the LCBO, just like everywhere else. We just, just, get, like we just, pay, okay. we just pay more money. They make you pay more? It's not, yeah. like, less on wholesale. No, the government charges us more money. Really? I yeah. think you guys would get more of a deal, you know, since you're buying it. No, that's not so how it works, it. unfortunately. <laughs> you get charged 6% more. It's okay. It's still, like, still weird considering the fact that you guys are buying quantity, but that's just the... Uh, it's it's uh, just, yeah, the Ontario government. Are you guys going to ever serve weed? <laughs> uh... Not as of now. Not a bad idea, though. <laughs> not not a terrible idea. Just don't. Oh, you can't a, smoke indoors. Actually, it is a terrible idea. It's yeah, a terrible that idea. that was yeah. that was that was the thing. So like, so we, as you guys know, like we became legal. I guess last week, right? So or last two weeks Wednesday. ago. Last Wednesday. Seventeenth. Yes. Yeah, seventeenth. So then this weekend, kids are like coming up, and they're like, "Yo, we got weed. Like it's legal now. Like can we smoke inside?" I'm like, "Can you smoke cigarettes inside?" And they're like, "No." So I'm like, "Why would you be able to smoke weed inside?" And they're just like, and they look at me, and I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, like you go smoke on the patio, like like wherever." It's Ontario. You cannot smoke inside. <laughs> Dude, I, I have a story here about weed and your club. Um, one of the wrist and rye events we did here, um, my buddy Adam, he, he rolls up, and, and we've already got a few bottles at this point, um, uh-huh. and uh, he was going to buy a bottle, and this might have been our fifth bottle, so we're all in the, we're in the, the cut, and um, he's drunk, and he's like, yo, I'll, I'll pay you after. I'll pay you after, and I'm like, no, no, no I've been... 
I've been down this road before. I always get cut with the bill. And I was like, just uh, just give me that. Just go to the, I'll go to the ATM with you right now. He gives me the money at the ATM. Before we even make it back to the booth, before this guy's even had a sip of his bottle, I get separated from him. And the story is, is he pulls a joint out of his pocket. He puts it in his mouth. And uh, the bouncer just immediately is like, hey, man, don't you dare smoke that in here. <laughs> And the guy just pulled a lighter out. And before the lighter even hit the tip of his joint, he was like exorcist dragged out of the bar. <laughs> like didn't get a sip of his bottle or anything. But you got um, the money for it? Uh, yeah. yeah yes. so, he bought, so like he bought you a bottle. He bought me a bottle, dude. That was a great night. I uh, <laughs> Yeah. So like, we, this is what I'm saying. Like liar, liar. Uh, I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I've been to other bars in the city. Like I've been to liar, liar so many times. It feels like I'm going to a house party at my friend's house. You know what right? I mean? It's all your friends here all the time. You never have any issues getting in. Yeah. Um, well, um, a question, question for you also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find this is a bit of a gray area. What is uh, jewels and like vapes inside? What is the protocol? Yes. I just don't really like it just because um, it's hard to tell the difference of someone smoking and someone vaping, right? Like you just see a cloud of smoke, and like yeah, it's also like, big, dusty. It, like it, when people it, blow huge vape clouds. Oh, uh, uh, when I see <laughs> no, the worst is like when I see someone walk in with like one of those like really like big. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like looking at this guy. Like it's definitely guys, you for real. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, are you serious, man? He's like, bro, like it's my vape. And I'm like, what? Yo, I'm vape like, things, fam. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, all right, man. Like you, you do you. <laughs> Another big question. So if someone's responsibly blowing. Uh, jewel into their jacket like really not pissing anyone off like honestly like you you can do whatever you want in the world right it depends if you get caught doing it true it's (laughs) only it's only wrong if you get caught yeah another question i have that i'm really happy i just saw to this i was just going to the bathroom before our 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 thing and i always (laughs) i always remember when i'm drunk here but you have no doors on your stalls (laughs) in the middle bathroom and i always wondered why no dumps allowed no dumps allowed uh they're just not they would say we just haven't fixed them I, I, every time I'm in there and I'm like, is this intentional? Like, there is not, like, literally there's three stalls and there's not one fucking door in this joint. Do the girls have doors? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was either a no dumps allowed or an anti-cocaine uh, maneuver. Yeah. But, it's just kind of, I don't know. Just the way it is, eh? Hey? Yeah. Um, what was the other question? Like, yeah, pretty much every time I come here, it's, it's I, I give Rezik a shout or GURPS. I roll in with a few boys, some girls. Um, we get a couple drinks. You know, maybe we get a couple rounds each. And then by the end of the night, as things are wrapping down, usually one of you guys pops out like a little little something for the, the crew. You know what I mean? Like uh, whether whether Gerps has got his own bottle or, or Gobes has got a bottle or something. Yeah, we, 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 we typically do that. Like just like kind of like shows like our hospi- hospitality. Hosp- yeah, hospitality. Hospi- hospitality. But the thing is, yeah. that's always my kill shot, dude. Like... That's always the point so, that sets me over the edge. So last weekend, and after party, last weekend was a uh, perfect example of this, where we're with a couple friends over in Liberty Village, and uh, Trav, we sent Trav on a solo mission. He's like, I'm gonna go wrangle a crew, bring them back here. We're gonna after party. This was close to you guys closing, right? So I was at a different house party. Okay. And he's like, 30 okay. minutes tops. I'll be back quick uber ride scoop all you guys and the girls and we'll go after party you know what i mean okay so he goes out and uh half an hour goes by i try giving him a call no answer <laughs> gone dude 
But, but 45, 45 minutes later, I get a call from Trav, and you just can't even speak on the phone. <laughs> he was so tuned. He got to the club, apparently, and uh, Gobzi was sitting there with one of those free bottles you were talking about. He's well, he like, earned it. Gobzi did some work outside prom- promoting to get that bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, it was only us two in this bottle, and I had to be well, done. Okay, I showed up. I was supposed to, I was supposed to wrangle. And the group that I was supposed to meet with Gobzi didn't show up. And uh, the group of people that I was going to meet with, um, I guess, I think they'd just met with Gobzi outside and gone to a different bar. And I thought that they were inside. So I just show up and I'm like, there's no one, there's no one for me to wrangle. It's like one, it's like late in the night. You know what I mean? So had a few shots. Things start to get a little fuzzy. And I'm hitting the club hard. I'm on the dance floor. I'm like, who wants to AP with your boy? Uh, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm really hitting the spectrum of people out there. Uh, the night did get a little fuzzy after that. Did we AP? That's, an, that's the night we AP'd. That's when we went back to uh, your place. So do you, do you remember Do you remember the state I was in? I don't know. I don't remember that night. <laughs> I, 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 thought you were, I thought you were sober. So clearly I was You know dr- why? Why? Let's just say... I, after I left the club, because I'm always, I'm fine at the club. It was after I left the club. Um, I'm in Gobzi's car and I start to get the spins. You yacked? He yacked. <laughs> <laughs> I yacked at his car and then uh, freshened up a little Listerine at the AP, and I was back to normal, dude. I was. I <laughs> the rest of my night was a okay. Get her out of No, but like, it's always a good time here. Um, and uh, we we usually end up partying a lot, but uh, you're a. Uh, you're, you've been talking about how like it's still taking its toll on you a little bit, and you you've been like trying to like figure your shit out still. Yeah. Like, what are you getting into now? Um. So like, I'm still doing. I'm, like, I don't think I'm ever gonna stop doing my nightlife stuff, and we're always like expanding and doing other things. But I've also like, I recently bought my first house and kind of gutted it all out and uh, rebuilding it, I guess. And uh, I think it's kind of like something I'm looking into. And then I bought, bought a condo recently as well. I'm just gonna think. I'm just gonna keep on buying properties. So and is is this from money you've earned doing your your? Yes, yeah, so I'm like money I've earned, some money I've uh, I've inherited. So it's a mix of like mix thing. of both. Mix Trickle of both. down economics. Uh, <laughs> just some doing some quick maths, you know, on some things. Yeah, so yeah. I've borrowed a lot of money. Nice. A lot of mortgages. Huge mortgage nice. guy. Eh? Yeah, a lot of mortgage money. <laughs> That's crazy. So how many properties you got right now? Um, I'm at two right now. Working on a third. Working on a third, hopefully, and then hopefully a fourth and fifth, and just keep it rolling, yeah. eh? And a hopefully. few, you got a few nightlife things in the mix. Yeah, yeah, we have some other new stuff we coming keep that up. DL, though. Also, um, keep that DL. I, yeah, like I just kind of want to. Uh, I've realized, and I've spoken to a lot of like these entrepreneurs and just like successful people I've like studied like over the years, and it seems like uh, they all have multiple ways of uh, revenue and just being on one thing is just pretty scary because then you rely on that right yeah so i'm looking at it as that doing this at this age at 25 and like almost 26 in a couple weeks wow geezer wow (laughs) so what's your plans for your birthday then uh okay well let me just finish this thought and then (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry i just i just hopped in there with um and then hopefully if uh all the real real estate stuff goes well then you have like a bunch of different avenues and then like you're kind of can retire at an early age. That's nice. <laughs> I like that. But the thing is, is like, what are you going to do with your retirement? Like you're sick of partying. Are you a golfer? Yeah. No, I don't golf. What's uh, it going to be? I like watching movies. What are some of your hobbies? <laughs> I, like enjoy, I really like movies and I like relaxing. Be a film critic. 
Um, yeah, maybe film critic. Maybe just like just move to retirement home at like fifty. Acting? Do you like to act? <laughs> go go for some nice like shuffleboard games, you know. Move, <laughs> yeah, to, move to retirement home at like thirty five. <laughs> yeah, like, really just live that easy life. Yeah, out. yeah. Um, I don't know, like travel. I guess travel. That's like always yeah. like. Like I kind of sacrifice like not being on vacations and not doing that stuff because like I can't risk like not having New Year's parties and all that stuff. So so the last couple of years I haven't been doing like all that much traveling. So hopefully retire and just do some like crazy like trips around the world. Dude, that's killer, man. I I like the outlook. I like the future. Mm -hmm. Um, Rob, what were you saying? Sorry. Oh, I said um, birthday. What does a club owner do for his birthday? Yeah. Friday, November 9th. See you at Liar Liar. <laughs> what? Liar Liar. Unlimited alcohol. Yo, Un- you should you should do a private limited. party. You should do like how we used to do at the frat house where uh, it's just a, a, you, you select a group of guys that you allow and then they can only bring girls. So there's no extra dudes. It's yeah, only close I don't, I don't think I don't think that's how the real world works, bro. Is that not how it works out here? <laughs> I don't think a, I don't think I, I don't think I don't, I don't think that like will go well with backlash. Yeah. <laughs> with the regular crowd <laughs> yeah, of yeah, people. Totally, the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just kidding. <laughs> We're talking about a frat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, speaking it's a about good idea. That, the the club does kind of have a bit of a basement vibe to it oh dude this uh, felt like home it's a little it's a little grungy i love it though that's exactly <laughs> what we had at school and uh fuck there was another thing i wanted to ask you about i keep forgetting so you're you're living at home now during your transition into these places yeah and uh you can identify so i've been trying to explain to people that everyone's like living at home is great and it is but there is certain things it affects your life that it's hard to explain. And, and as people are like, why do you want to move out? You have the perfect situation. You know, you have the office totally in the basement. My parents are great. They literally ask nothing of me and like we have a good relationship. But I want to move out because I have no fucking mojo. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, it definitely takes away like uh, it's uh, hard to go up to a girl, especially like at, I guess the older we get. And they're like, oh, like what do you do? It's like you have like those like the typical conversation of like how just meeting her like – um, oh, I do this, I do that, I do that, and then she's like, "Oh, like, where do you live?" And you're like, "Actually, I live in uh, at home with my parents. Uh, they're my roommates." <laughs> do you get along well with your parents? Yeah, yeah, it's all good with that. But like, it's definitely having your own space is I find I I, I also like I've always had my own space. So like now not having it back. It kind of feels like I was going a step backwards, but I get it's only for a week, week or two more. But it's like Austin Powers, though. It's not, it's not like overtly. Even if you don't say you live at home with your parents, I think it just comes through. You just don't feel like an independent, like baller. Yeah, you, yeah, can't, like, you can't. Well, you can't just be like, oh, like let's say, you're, let's say you're going on a date with a girl, and you're like, you can't really tell her, hey, can I like, let's go back to my place for a drink after, because you're like, wait, I can't say that, because like, what am I gonna do? Take her to my parents' house and like go in my basement, be very quiet, because it's a Wednesday night. Right. I tell you what you do. You do the old end of the day kiss. You say see you later, and then then that's that's your whole dating life. Probably, yeah. Unless you have a girlfriend, and then she accepts that you're kind of a loser and live with yeah. your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Rob's girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, I live with my aunt and uncle. No, and the thing is, you have the like the dopest pad. Like he, uh, his aunt and uncle are so hospitable. Like it's been it's been like. Why would you ever want to move out other than the fact that like their hospitality's got to come to an end at some point? Yeah, but no, it's the mojo great. thing, man. They don't mind you living there. Uh, no, I mean, 
for the time being, uh, since I've been there, it's it's been fine. But uh, I, f- I feel like it's, it's time for me to progress, you know? Let's just yeah, say yeah. we get an email two or three times a day about potential properties that are available <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that was on, I signed that up. I know, my, I know. It's, yeah. it's so funny. I get an email. His aunt's got an automatic service. She's a, a real estate agent. Oh, yeah, 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 That yeah. sends like available properties. At two o'clock in the morning. So I forgot to tell you, there was a period of time where I didn't know that that was automatic. Yeah. And I was like, dang, man, your aunt really wants you out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just no, thought she was like, up at like 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, it's it's like, so when is this? Like, on the 2 o'clock in the morning. That's like, what's yeah. that? How they're, like, how like the real estate websites work. It's like so dated, like their yeah. software, like M- M- yeah. I think it's called MLS. MLS yeah. And it's just like, like it, like it doesn't like work on your phone properly either. I don't know if you noticed that when you get the links, like how the picture just like gets like distorted. Yeah, you can't look at it You can't map. look at it yeah. anymore. And then you're it's like. It's kind of farmed. Yeah. But uh, um, so we had a couple. Do you have anything else you want to touch on with Resnick before? Yeah, Rob. Let's yeah. Uh, let's hit. Resnick knows nothing about world news. Nothing. So oh, yeah. let's hit him with some world news. Yeah, I picked a couple his- articles. Um, Titanic two. They're building a Titanic replica boat that is set to sail in 2022, 2022 along the same ill-fated route to create an authentic experience. Thoughts. Like be a crazy date if you get like that girl and you do the whole like oh Leo my thing God. Like, you're a huge ledge wow a great date great idea date great idea. date idea like, so you like, you take it yeah like you like the, it's like it's like like if you want to look like a shooter you're at the bar like you're talking to a girl you're like you start having a little trip you, then like you like <laughs> you pull out your phone Titanic. you pull out your phone and you just buy the trip right there you meet her that night wow take Refund her to the it Titanic. yeah I like that idea no <laughs> <laughs> Your parents are like, why is well, there a big charge on my bed? <laughs> <laughs> no, you sh- they should, the Titanic dude should do those old fashioned like tickets. Uh, wasn't there a scene in the movie where like they have the tickets of those like big sheets yeah, and it was such sheets. a big That's deal? Be. That's how it should be for the Titanic too. Um, what else was, what else was on there, Berto? That was a good, um, I, I like that. I, no, I didn't think of that. They should have old timey cars down in the basement of the ship just to bang in. Uh, to keep it authentic. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Does no one else remember that scene? We steam up the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a prized caterpillar fungus that is more valuable than gold and is nicknamed Himalayan Viagra in Asia, where it <laughs> is seen as a wonder drug, is becoming harder f- to find due to climate change. Is Researchers it, said wait, so Monday. This is like, this is, makes you... Does it work like Viagra? Yeah, that's I don't know. Or is it some just like if you add Himalayan drug. in front of everything, it becomes bougie? Like Himalayan salt? We have some of that. It's like pink. Yeah, it makes you seem really rich. Yeah, and rich worldly. shit. Oh, this isn't just Viagra. Oh, it's Himalayan Viagra. Himalayan Viagra. Thoughts? Big Viagra guy over there or what? I've never used it. No? Okay. I don't, I don't I'm really need... More of a Cialis person more myself. More of a Cialis guy. <laughs> 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 Their commercials are more compelling, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm just gifted. Gifted, eh? Always works. Mm, always. Wow, that's awesome, dude. That's, <laughs> like, that's hard work. Um, Sarah Silverman? What was that story? Yeah, so you know the whole like Louis C.K. drama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, because um, he admitted to jerking off in front of girls uh, that was not consensual. Uh, I think that's what he got in trouble for a little bit. But Sarah Silverman came out and was like, yeah, he jerked off in front of me like a couple times, but it was consensual. Like, I'm pretty cool with it. Thoughts about jerking off in front of people? <laughs> uh, not for me. Have you ever tried it? Like, no. You know, it's one of those things. Maybe don't dish it till you try it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thoughts about voyeurism. Voyeurism. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just like don't want to be the guy that's like, because like girls talk, you know? Girls talk. <laughs> yeah, all clearly. Of, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're like, yo, like. 
Did you hear Travis like try to jerk it off in front of me? It was so weird. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't heard that already? <laughs> I don't it's know, like man. my mood. Dude. <laughs> Anything um, else on that list? It's pretty slim pickings today. Are you worried about that? Like when you, just because you are a club owner, like do you have to be extra careful? Yeah, I try to. I stay away from anything bad and like just like no, not really. Just I think it's just males in general in this day of age. Just like you have to be really careful of anything. Yeah, but they can bring up history too, which is super scary. Yeah, no comment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Mega Millions jackpot due to unclaimed tickets is now at $1.6 billion. Are you a lottery ticket guy? I've never bought a lottery ticket in my life. $1.6 Are you fucked? Yeah, that's a, not a million. It's a bill, 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 billion. Would you go get a ticket after this interview I don't know, with a $1.6 billion jackpot? Not. Travis? Got it down. $1.6 Are you f- like... That's absurd, man. <laughs> are you? Uh, do you gamble? Do you like to gamble? No. Are you, uh, no, I've been to the casino once in my life. Just lose money, man. Yeah, me too. I I, I just get no anxiety. Yeah, just like yeah. that's not. It's not for me. I rather I rather just like. I rather just buy something I like. Yeah, or just chill. Just chill too. <laughs> Chilling's nice. I'd rather take a nap. Yeah, big nap guy. Chill, eh? have a drink. <laughs> like nap. Go to a nice restaurant. Rather spend that like three hundred dollars on like a really nice like steak dinner. Yeah, I agree with you. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's our episode with Mr. Resnick. And uh, honestly, like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna lay it out there for you guys. There's a lot of stuff that we can't say <laughs> on the podcast. Like, when we had the mics off for a second, we went so far off. What like in a different <laughs> trade? Um, but it's just the way it's got to be right now. We're not we're not famous enough to really. Dive into the non PG stuff. But uh, I'm I'm a PG thirteen type of guy. PG thirteen, but uh, I think Gerps will go there a little bit. So maybe we'll get Gerps yeah, on. Yeah, he can, uh, can sewer himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he'll probably sewer me too. Like it's all good. I just, I just, I'm just I'll just keep it clean. Keep it clean. Yeah. Uh, but dude, thanks so much for hopping on. And also, no thanks for everything over the years, man. <laughs> just like we we've done a few shows at Liar Liar. It's pretty thanks much for the sandwiches. Thanks for Sammy's earlier today. He's, no he's a very generous guy. He's a nice dude. No and, yeah. um, If you see him at Liar Liar, go say what up to him. Please ask for line bypass. Please ask for drinks. <laughs> ask for free yeah, drinks. Yeah, free everything. <laughs> I, might, I might pretend I'm a security guard and just walk away. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then otherwise, dude, just keep being cool. Keep, <laughs> keep doing you. <laughs> That's so like uncool to say. Be I know, cool. dude. I'm not the coolest. Whatever. We'll see you next. Next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Peace.